0: The experience is painful, I don't think they even get me. I'm not sure they even understand what we are trying to achieve in the market. It's just going to slow us down. You know, I would rather not deal with them, let's just get it done through the vendors. I'm happy as long as my laptop works and keep my network going. As a CIO, CDO or even CTO, the above might sound familiar to you. If you've heard that or experienced things like that, then this podcast is the one for you. I am your host Deepak Sharma and welcome to the first episode of Digital Strategy Unlocked, where we discuss valuable insights and guidance to help CIOs scale their organization and leadership to new heights. We are very excited today. Present with me today is Anthony Roberts a long-time investor in startup technology-led companies who advises organizations on strategy, innovation, and digital transformations. He has previously held various executive-level positions and is a senior technology executive working at the board and CXO level, as well as leading operations in Fortune 100 companies. Welcome, Anthony. Would you like to introduce yourself before we begin?
1: Hi, Deepak. Nice to talk to you again. Yes, Anthony Roberts, latterly global CIO for Walgreens Boots Alliance. And as Deepak said, I now invest in startup technology companies and do a lot of business advisory work. So my background is 30 plus years, actually more like 35 years uh, in what has been called data processing, IT, technology, digital. It's changed over the years. I think Some of the insights that I've had over that period of time, both working for large international organizations, as well as working in startups as well, is quite relevant. It's fascinating to see how the world of technology has changed. and Hopefully, as we get through our conversation today, we can can talk about some of the experience and some of the changes that have happened over the past decades.
0: Awesome. Thanks a lot, Anthony. So let's dive into it. You know, our topic today is a pretty exciting and a pioneering one around the subject of colleague success management, which we will get to. But before we go there, Anthony, as you were saying, you know, in the last several years, the C-suite leaders like CIOs, CDOs, and CTOs, they are now being graded in some ways by the business. They have to get closer to the business, the focus of the CIO is evolving from just infrastructure and networks to drive business outcomes. And my first question of the day for you is, could you share with us how you, from your vantage point, are seeing the CIO role evolve from just being on infrastructure and networks, moving more towards business outcomes? Yeah, that's that's an interesting question.
1: And uh, I like the way that you you say that CIOs are now being judged and rated by the business? Do you know what I think it was always the case? It's just that we didn't necessarily recognize that. And as the role of the CIO has changed, I think we should also look at it in the context of the way that the C-suite has changed as well. So the roles of many of those, those C-suite directors has fundamentally changed. What the CMO does now was not what the marketing officer did a few years ago. Same goes for the CFO. And then you've got all the sort of what I call the the brother and sister relationships of the CIO, the CDO, the CTO. Basically, business wants to be outcome driven. It wants results. And the role of technology within an organization has gone from being something that was very much in the back room to something which is a, you know, at the heart of every role in the C-suite. So they, they being the other, the other members of the executive team, feel passionately about the importance of technology and are quite often on the pitch with you in terms of defining things. So the CIO that doesn't recognize this, well, frankly, will not have a place these days at the table. The modern CIO has to be able to respond to his executive colleagues, to have empathy for, for what they are trying to achieve and really share in the outcomes that the business is trying to achieve.
0: You're absolutely right. The CFO is critical. I think without the CFO being on board, nothing moves as you and I both know. But I think what is interesting is as you were talking about the change and having to have more empathy for their business colleagues, how do you see that coming across? We see it more in terms of, they need to have more of an experience mindset, which has the of consumer experience has taken over both B2B and B2C in my mind. And the CIOs are really building new muscles in some ways, both for their leadership and their organization. Would you have any thoughts to share on that or any light to put on that?
1: Yeah, I think there are kind of two worlds, aren't there? There There's the classic corporation, and then 20 years ago there was the emerging startup in the dot-com era and those startup companies which eventually became the sas companies really have driven the ways of working which are now pretty much embraced by all companies really so this sort of convergence is really well understood when i started when i had my first roles in in technology management nobody really questioned me it was Quite a nice position to be in in some ways. The IT director, the CIO was kind of master of all he or she, and it was mostly a he in those days. What it's about now, the CIO has to really be part of the business and really has a role in, I call it, orchestrating the other departments and the other functions within the organization. So that collaboration which to be honest, didn't really exist or have to exist a number of years ago, really is very different. So you are asking me about, you know, networks and and infrastructure. That's really a very small part of the CIO's responsibility. And if you, if as a CIO, you start off at the bottom of the stack, then I'm not saying that those areas are not massively important. You need to have experts in all areas of technology. But if the leader of that technology function starts at the bottom of the stack and works up, rather than starting from the business outcome and working down, then they're going to find it much more of a struggle to engage with their executive colleagues.
0: Perfect. I don't think I could have said that better, Anthony. And I think you brought up a very insightful point, which is the heart of our paper and topic in any case, the idea that CIOs have to work with the business and orchestrate all the other departments in the SAS world. That is exactly what customer success does with the end customer, right? They work yes. with the customer and orchestrate all the departments that are needed in order to deliver value for the customer in the right experience. So in some ways, that's what we are saying. And I just want to validate with you that what we are saying is CIOs can take that core concept of customer success that is working within the SaaS world on the external side, but then apply it to their business as colleagues, success management using their own business colleagues as their internal customers. I completely agree with that. And I think what what you have done very well
1: in your white paper is you've kind of codified it into colleague success management, and you've even put in place a scorecard and a framework for doing that. If you go back a few years, I think a lot of this was empirical. The really good, successful CIOs understood this. They understood that they had to work with their colleagues. They understood that they had to orchestrate, that they had to engage, and they had to be business led. And that, in fact, the success that the, a CIO will have only comes through the success that the rest, that his or her colleagues will have, and the, organi- the wider organisation will have. I mean, I'll give you an example. I always found that the best way to get in you know, a presentation, a proposal, a you know, a strategy accepted was not to have it led by the technology function, was but to get other people do to do the talking for you, to get them to present, to get them to engage, to get them to really be the advocates for that. So I think what, you know, what you're proposing with your customer success management framework is really a very neat toolkit for, uh, for people to follow that and find ways of doing that. But I think it's a very fertile area for cios to work in because organizations are very receptive of this and are looking for solutions and they're looking to their i.t leaders their technology leaders to work in this collaborative way
0: absolutely and i think that may be bringing us to the top of the hour here anthony i want to thank you once again very sincerely and really appreciate your expert insights as always a true delight to have you on our show to our listeners, if you want to learn more about Colleague Success Management, you can download our white paper by visiting www.photon.com forward slash Colleague Success. And please, I have to put a plug in. don't forget to subscribe to Digital Strategy Unlocked Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you prefer to listen to your podcast. Just as a fun fact, today, Anthony is joining from London and I'm joining from Hawaii. So we are truly in a global landscape over here. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will deep dive further into the framework. For more Photon podcasts, please visit photon.com forward slash podcast. Thanks once again for listening and Anthony, a true delight to have you on the show. Thank you very much Deepak, it was a pleasure.